Hi, I'm Maria Theoharis-Lovelisos. Welcome back to Soul Organized Style Podcast, featuring textile artists for the upcoming Making Zen Online Retreat. Grab a cuppa and relax with us. On Soul Organized Style Podcast, I begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay respects to the elders past and present. Thanks for joining us on Soul Organized Style Podcast. Kate Ward is running the Making Zen Online Retreat from the 24th to the 28th of October and I'll be featuring a couple of the textile artists who are contributing at this retreat. On today's podcast you're going to hear from Aggie or Agatha. She's from Singapore. That's one of the key things about the Making Zen Online Retreat is there are textile artists from across the world and it's a real treat having Aggie here with us today. So Aggie thanks for giving us your time. Hi, Maria. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. <laughs> it's really lovely to meet you. I'm really pleased that with Making Zen Online Retreat, you're one of over 20 textile artists who are presenting this time. So that's really special. Yeah, I'm actually very excited. It's the first time that I'm part of an online retreat. Really excited to see what happens during that week. Yeah, one of the nice things that I've learned is that not only do you get four presenters every day four to five presenters who are textile artists and it runs over a week but you know you can watch it for free at the time or you can get your normal ticket so that you can watch it as many times as you want to there are so many people who are presenting it I just find it overwhelming I think it's exciting for me because there are just so many different techniques that we can we can learn and there are some that I've never heard of either that should be really fun it will be. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about you, Aggie. Where can we find you online? Well, my website is aggietextileartist.com, but I'm also on Facebook and Instagram, and that will be Aggie Textile Artist. Cool. All right. What is your textile focus? Mainly I'm inspired by nature, and I focus on making marks on fabrics to create collages and 3D sculptures. But the main technique that I focus on is free motion embroidery. Mm-hmm. And currently my favourite topics are wildflowers, corals, and even moss. So I like uncovering the things that are invisible to other people and make them visible to them. And how do you do that? Because you've mentioned moss and moss can be quite small and it can be quite hidden. So how do you explore that with your art Well, the whole process begins with me going on walks in my neighbourhood, just observing what's around me, then making sketches and then translating the textures and the colours, the artwork. For my moss pieces, they're actually quite small as well. I've actually tried making them bigger, but then the texture and the look doesn't really translate that well. So they've just remained small. What are you currently focusing at the moment with your own personal work? I'm now doing a lot of coral pieces. So I'm trying to develop a series of work based on that and translating the fragility of the corals into textile pieces. I'm also trying to take it a level further where they're more three-dimensional because previously I was working on more 2D collage-based work. It's taking some time, but I'm hoping I get there. How did you start your journey 
looking at nature and the textile side of it? Originally, I was just doing sewing for myself in terms of clothing, doing a lot of upcycling. And I was actually doing that part time and I was working as well. So I just got really busy. You know, when you just feel really overwhelmed and then you get burnt out. And that's when I started on the initiative of a friend. She said, why don't you just go out for walks and just take a breather? Yeah, no social media, no nothing. And I, I really enjoyed it. And I thought this is a good way for me to relax and I can just start recording what I see. And then I think it was one of those aha moments. That might sound cliche, but um, yeah, that's that's basically how I got started into it I thought this is a really good way of me just you know recording what I see and then I realized that oh I can actually put this onto textiles okay you talked about the fragility of coral in your work does that mean that you not only look at coral itself but also the impact of the environment on it yes Yes, I do. So I did one piece, which was a series of three. They were collages and that was showcased at Green is the New Black, which is a festival in Singapore. And basically the corals that I stitched were framed in a embroidery hoop. It was like they were under pressure within this hoop. And then the surrounding was just depiction of pollution that really showcased the impacts that we were having on the corals. You could see that it was more um, enclosed in the hoop and then outside there were no corals. But I'm planning hopefully next year to incorporate some technology. I'm collaborating with someone who knows how to work with LED lights so that when you move closer to the piece, colour fades, and which is what happens when corals are under pressure. They get bleached. So hopefully that will be worked out for an exhibition next year. But that's one of my plans, yeah. Does this mean that you've exhibited more than once now? Locally, yes. There are actually quite a lot of opportunities in Singapore. There's a few open calls. Also, we have a great collaborative community so a lot of the artists get together and we find our own exhibition space, we get funding and we just make an exhibition happen. That sounds pretty exciting because Singapore can often just be seen as a tourist destination, but from how you've explained the art community, mm-hmm. you're doing a lot of work to let people know what's happening within Singapore itself from an environmental aspect. Definitely. I mean, the art scene and the environmental scene has definitely grown in the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. Previously, not many people were aware of the issues other than planting trees. And then that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's it's definitely a lot better now, I feel. So it's really clear that you're looking at the environment, not just above ground, but in the water. Mm. This collaboration that you're doing next year with LED lights, how did that come about? That sounds quite interesting. I've been interested in the tech part for a few years. I don't have that knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen it on the internet, but it looks really complicated. And I tried to learn it, but it no, it's <laughs> not happening because I feel it would take me away from the, the art that I love doing. I found a few people who know how to do it. And we do have 
We have maker spaces in the local library, so they have the technical know-how and the knowledge and the equipment. So by being in that space, I was able to look for people who would be willing to work with me. That's really good. Yeah. As you said, you can concentrate on the art itself, yeah. but you're bringing the technology with someone who knows the technology too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, fingers crossed. I'm hoping it will work out and for next year and uh, hopefully we'll get funding as well. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that's good. Aggie, what happens with all of the artwork that you do? In Singapore, my flat's really small, so I can't really store that many pieces. I actually sell my work online. So if you're interested, yeah, please hop on over and um, see if there's something that that you like (laughs) and make me happy. (laughs) (laughs) Keep you going. Yes, keep me going. Yeah. Where can we find you online again? What's your website? AggieTextileArtist.com What can we expect to see from you at the Making Zen online retreat? I have a lesson called Translating Nature into Thread Art Using Free Motion Embroidery. If you want to level up your sewing skills, I think that's a good way to do it with free motion embroidery because for me personally, I don't like following rules. This technique is a great way of doing that because you can just use, you're the one with the creativity and you use that tool to create anything artistic that you want. I'll be teaching the basics, how you get started. There'll be two free patterns to go with that and there'll always be lots of conversation about the classes with the participants who are on the Facebook group that's the other part that's really fun oh yeah yeah I'm excited to be there you know just to chat with the participants and if they have any issues yeah I'll be there (laughs) okay that's good and you know the other thing too that I've seen in past retreats is with all of the skill development that people pick up on that Facebook group it's always eye-opening to see how all of those techniques are brought together by all the individuals. It's quite inspiring. Yeah. I mean, with a technique like free motion embroidery, you can use it on collages. So if you're hand-stitching a collage, you could bring that in um, to enhance your work. So Mm. it's, yeah, a great technique to learn. The other thing that I wanted to check back with you on, is this an expensive or an inexpensive skill to learn? I think if you already have a sewing machine, I would say it's an inexpensive skill to learn. All you need is a dining or free motion embroidery footer and, and basically you're, you're good to go. Yeah, so watch out for the video. <laughs> good. That's really great. Does your course offer anything more? If they're buying the all-access pass, they get the offer of three extra patterns so you can get to continue practicing the skill. And a troubleshooting guide. Sometimes there are issues that crop up and then you don't know what to do. That guide will help you. Oh, there's a free shipping code for my artwork. That's really generous. Thank you. (laughs) Knowing the cost of shipping these days, that's a really generous offer, Aggie. Yeah. What advice would you give people who are thinking of taking part in the retreat? Just to have fun and don't take it seriously. I know that it's five days long and there are... 20 plus over lessons and you might feel overwhelmed but if you just choose the ones that you are keen on learning first and then take it from there you'll be good yeah just have fun and remember to make yourself a cup of tea before you watch the video yeah 
That way you won't get overwhelmed with all of the skill development. Yeah. Yeah. Aggie, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast to tell people about what your specialty is and what people can learn from you at the Making Zen Online Retreat this month. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Oh, the pleasure's been mine. Thank you so much. (laughs) This episode for the Making Zen Online Retreat on Solganized Style Podcast was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Kate Ward, sound by bensound.com. You can subscribe to Soul Organized Style Podcast, but with an S not a Z on all good podcast apps. Make sure you go back and listen to our free Making Zen online retreat podcast archive. And if you can, consider supporting the production of this podcast on Patreon. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.